Ladies and gentlemen, people with jobs, people without jobs, middle class, upper class, high class, all that. This is Dragging the Line, episode 38, dropping a brand new one for you. In today's episode, we're going to talk about all things relationships in general. So y'all go grab some more drinks so that way we can sound a whole lot better. Hey, cuz. Hey. <laughs> Drop me one of those funky ass bass lines. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> know you won't know you rock it with your favorite duo i'm the host with the most one more sanchez and joining me now on zoom is no other than the kinfolk coming to you live from the gonzalez ranch is the one and only poly g live from the sc what up fam it was good with you cousin one more day another dollar we are back welcome everybody to dragon the line podcast we are at it again another evening uh the week before the nfl draft which we'll get into a little bit later uh what we got going on today you better pay attention. Hey man, I'll try to turn off the fan, bro. <laughs> uh, so, oh shit. Oh, you gonna turn your phone off. Turn off them on. Yo, we gonna we gonna put a twenty dollar jar out. Every time you leave your phone on, that's twenty dollars in the jar. Oh, uh, you lost last week. I know. Wow. I was like forty dollars. So what's good with you, cousin? What we got going on today? We got a lot, man. I think it was one of these episodes that was long overdue. We're going to go into what does it take to be in a relationship the second time around. You know, we talked about the first one and how it was unsuccessful. And so now this time we both going on a decade. So it's going to be everything for what did we do differently for it to last? What shit do we have to put up with? And then finally, like, what advice can we give people? Because, you know, we're those type of people nowadays. Yeah, exactly. We're a coach. Yeah. <laughs> We're life coach now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this episode could go uh, quite quite in many ways. Uh, I'm really excited for this episode because I guess as we get older, we realize uh, things that we could have done in our past relationship different. Uh, I find myself sometimes getting still into the same old habits that I did in the last relationship, uh, but it's hard. That's that's one thing that I know. Being in a relationship, it's hard. It's another work. It's another job. So how do you know when it's going to be a successful relationship? I don't know. This is just a disclaimer, everybody. These are just the opinions and the past lives and the uh, routines of Jesse and I, not to say you should follow it. Like if, if we say that I, I beat my wife, they don't do that. Don't, don't go home and beat your wife. <laughs> but Regardless, it's going to be a fun episode. So everybody hold on to your seats while we get started. All right, Paula J. So here we go, man. We're going to talk about relationships. So first off, if this is the first time people listening to the episode, how long have you and uh, Ashley been together? Five years. Going on five, five years. years this year. Yeah. Married for, I should probably know this, one year. Yeah. So is that five total? Yeah, five total. Basic math, but basic math is too easy for you burros. Orale. Orale. I'm a tough guy. Tough guys don't do math. I uh, got you, got you. Yeah. And um, previous before... You know, just just in a nutshell, how was that relationship? Uh, like any other relationship. Uh, nigga, you better cut the edit. Ah, 
<laughs> I'm trying to help you, dog. Nah, that don't sound good. I, I don't know, man. Like, it's, you know, it, to be honest, it seems like it's such a, a long time ago. It seems like a whole nother lifetime. I don't know people out there that are listening out in podcast land. Like, Hold on, let me, let, let me rephrase it because you're right. 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 Okay. When you first, your ex, how how young were you? Oh, uh, shit. I was like 16, 17 years old. Okay. From 16 and it was all the way through your 20s? Yeah. All of my 20s, then, early 30s. Oh, okay. And, and so, okay. So, so total, total time, I think it was like... 15 years 12 married something like that so we were together like two or three two or three years and she got pregnant and i did the thing we just supposed to do i thought was get get married and then we were together until i don't know i think it was 2015 or 2014 something like that and then we we just went our own way separated divorced the whole nine so the obvious question is how did you know because you well we'll come back to me in a second but yeah let's just say you thought you failed the very first time you thought that that was you know the route to go how did you know that with Ashley things were different? You you knew that it was it was a feeling that was going to work. Um, I don't. I think that's the biggest. Yeah, I, I I knew that I felt strongly for love at first sight. Quite possibly, I knew that I felt something I'd never felt before in, in quite a long time, if ever. Uh, I knew that uh, there was an understanding between her and I. I knew that there was a, a yin to my yang. Like she was not my my opposite, but she she complimented me. Whereas before it, you know, cause after, I mean, even before I got married the first time and then after I got married, I did the single thing and, you know, went through a couple, you know, a couple of relationships and just kind of realized that uh, I was kind of dating these people to make myself happy. It wasn't until I got myself right, you know, did my therapy, did the working out, got myself looking good, not the boo-boo Jesse, that I realized that, uh, that she was complimenting me and any relationship hereafter would be a compliment as opposed to dating someone that, that is going to be somebody that makes me happy. And that was a big thing that I learned. And I think that that's what uh, drew me to her because I know that I may get in trouble for this, but this is just honesty. I know that I would be okay without her. Whereas in my first relationship on marriage, I thought that I would be not okay. Like I would, I, I couldn't live without her. That, that was my, my, my main thinking. So uh, I mean, we're good no, so far, so we'll see how it happens. I know I can live without somebody. I know I can be happy, I guess, is the best thing, as opposed to before. I didn't think I could. So that's what you did differently. Yeah, I keep going on a rant, but that's, that's basically it, it in a nutshell. It was, it was, I mean, what is a relationship? You know, that that's the whole thing. Like, how, when does it become a job? Like when they say, oh, it's a second job. It's a second job. Okay, well, that's great. And all, but a lot of people don't like their jobs. So where is the line between it being fun, but at the same time being uh, helpful for you to grow as an individual? That's kind of where I'm at right now, trying to figure that out. For me, I had to, the backstory is, is like after my breakup, I, I felt that I lost everything. You know, I lost myself. This was a time I wasn't talking to my family and I had nowhere. Like I didn't even have a home to go to. So I called you guys up and I was like, all right. I looked at myself like, am I going to go to either South Carolina or was I going to go to Boston? I was like, you know what? I'm going to go just go. You know, I called you out of the blue and I said, let's go. Yeah. So I had to step. I think for me, what happened is I had to step away those three or four, what was it, like six months, I think. The six months yeah. that I was there to find myself, to, to realize that once I came back to Austin, I, I had to be a brand new person and I had to be me. Mm -hmm. You know, having that said, during that time I had met Jennifer, but I didn't know what love was. I wanna know what love is. 
And again, for me, I just always wanted to be a player. Like at a certain point when I came back, I was realized like, man, she's cool. Like she don't ever get mad. Like I remember I, the first time I, it was a bachelor party and I, it was Alex's and I was like, hey, I said, I'm gonna go to strip club. Like, just, you know, like just to see if she's gonna get mad. She goes, all right, don't waste a lot of money. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, so I knew. And to me, I think that the reason why we're successful, and I have to say it's probably the age difference between us. I think that since she's she's older, then there's a there's a maturity level where I needed to find somebody who would call me on my shit. I needed somebody to tell me that I was an asshole. I needed somebody to find my flaws and and address them and and not give up on me. I say this all the time. If it wasn't for this podcast, if me and you, if Jennifer wasn't in picture. We wouldn't be having this podcast if if I could, where I'm at now, I owe a lot. And I think that that's why it's successful because I go into it, like you said, it's different with me. I don't know what I do if if she leaves me. I don't know what I'll do if she's dead because I'm so dependent on her. And and it's bad because, but she makes me happy. Like I don't, this is a literally dude, it's like your best friend. Like I wake up in the morning, I don't stress. She does everything. You see, say like, it's a bad thing. So it's, it's good and it's bad, but I find that the best route for me. In communication, we have a saying, we don't, we never go to bed mad because I don't want to wake up the next day and be like, that was yesterday's shit. So we have our fights. Yeah. And you have something that a lot of people don't, I forget what the statistics are, but I think it's over 70% of people or in a couple or have a significant other have some type of children. And you guys don't. And I always, I always kind of sit back and wonder what, what's that like? You know what I mean? To, to, because the kids, they, they convolute things. They make things so much more stressful than they have to be uh, mm-hmm. to where like, I, I look forward to my kids being 18, like, cause they out, you know, I've said it before. I look forward to having my golden years with my wife. And I think that that's the big thing not to do a cliche. Uh, it was Adam Sandler thing, you know, like I can see myself growing old with her, like on the porch, like just chilling with our damn, I don't know, maybe we'll be smoking weed in our 60s, 70s. I don't know. Maybe we'll be sitting there drinking coffee, whatever, man. But I do know that we're in it together. And the one thing that that's different from my last is, is the trust. Uh, I don't know if that came with age, but that's definitely a big thing. You hear people say it all the time that, uh, you know, trust is the number one thing where it's, you know, at first we started dating, she would get mad when I would go out with my friends and stuff like that. And, and, you know, I had to kind of teeter the line and, but I told, I had to tell her like, look, I'm not going to live in relationships where I'm handcuffed, you know, to do something that I don't want to do for fear of losing you or for fear of making you upset. You can't have a conscience in the pimp game. No, you need to call me on my shit. And she does. And at the same time, I'm like, look, you're you're being irrational with your thoughts that I'm out like in my 30s trying to pick up chicks with my friends. Like, no, like we're literally just hanging out. You know what I'm talking about? You've been out to cigar lounge with your with your friends and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. y'all ain't out there like you know trying to bang chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just you know camaraderie. We need that sometimes, and especially. I mean, you can look at the cars, but you just can't test drive them no more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And some of the kids like me, you know, sometimes I just got to get away. You know, and I try to push Ashley away too. I'm like, hey, like you need to get out of the house. Like, go see your friend. Like, go out, do whatever. But she she likes her home life, and I mean, so do I. But yeah. Man, the, the kids convoluted, man. Sometimes it, it can be real stressful and they put a lot of extra stress that we don't even if you sit back and think about it, it's it's all like dumb shit. You know what I mean? Just stupid shit. So, uh, you know, we're just we're learning, man. We're, we're trying to figure the the line there. But uh, she seems like she's in it for the long haul. It seems like Jen is as well. So that's that's the best you can ask for. What do you feel that you did differently from back then? You know, like when you think about anything from like arguments to mm-hmm. come to an agreement to what made you happy, like what, what, cause you had to do something different. Uh, I don't jump when she says how high. 
<laughs> I don't. Um, and it's a shame because Ashley would be the one that I should have acted like with my first marriage, which was I did everything, absolutely everything that I possibly could, even things I didn't want to do in my first marriage compared to this. Ashley deserves that from me. We get into it sometimes and talk about that. But it's still, that's another thing too, where I don't do every absolute, if there's something I don't want to do, and that's just me as a person, I don't feel right doing it. Sometimes I know when to suck it up and just do it. But at the same time, if it's something I really don't want to do, I won't do it. And I'll tell her that she may get mad at me, but I'm just being honest with you. Case in point, she wanted me to go to the store for her today. When yesterday, you know, a couple of days ago, I went over next door to my mom's house. My sister has a coffee grinder and we got like like six or seven bags of uh, coffee beans from different places all over the world. And uh, we didn't have any more coffee. So she was like, can you go do it? So I woke up on my day off at seven o'clock in the morning, walked over there, grinded all that coffee, took like 45 minutes, came back. And in the day she was like, can you go to the store for me? I'm like, I don't want to go to the store. I was like, I'm about to record. I got to get my mind right. This was like seven. 30 my time we're about to go on at eight you know so i was like I, I can't just go i don't like leaving and then doing something and coming and just jumping right on like there's a there's a process to the shit of getting on like i give myself a 10 15 minute window you know what i'm talking about you know just yeah, yeah you can't just jump on and go right, let's go go no like you know people don't know we just had a whole 45 minute meeting and we're just now doing the podcast <laughs> so because it seems like is one of y'all spontaneous do you have to have a like say you go you go on a date or you pick the do you not like when it, when she brings something up like the last minute, like she says, hey, we, we got to go to the store as opposed to you had to plan it out thinking, you know, we'll go to the store tomorrow. Or, or, no, no, I, I can deal with a lot of that stuff. Spontaneous. Yeah, I can deal with the okay. spontaneous. She's 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 spontaneous in the fact that like uh, like today pizza just showed up. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like she just ordered a pizza for us. She does a lot of nice things that that aren't her. She's not selfish at all. Like she's mm -hmm. for the kids, all that stuff. You know, mm -hmm. like we're taking a trip soon. That's another thing. She's just like, let's just do it. It's all about family and time with me that she spends. The only thing that I can't stand is her concept of time and her concept of being on time. That's one thing that, ooh, that that's a, that really puts a fire in my britches. But other than that, yeah, it's, it, it's good, man. Everything's good. We fight, but and it can get intense, you know. I mean, that, I don't know. That, is there? Are y'all like that? You and Jen, when y'all fight, do y'all y'all get real? Like, I mean, like, be honest. Yeah. Like, how was how? how do well, that was that was gonna be the second segment, but yeah. Oh, okay. All uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. So, so, so fights, fights. How do you guys fight? I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you. You be honest with me. Let, well, no. Speak. I mean. We're all going to, we have to be honest. Like, that's the okay. point, you know, like there's no right. sugar coating. All right. So when sorry, honey, get, if, I, if I, if we reveal stuff, oh, well. When we get in fights, it, it's ugly. You know, it's ugly because that's one of the things that I think as a couple that it's our flaw is that we both don't like to be wrong. You know, yeah. like it, we, we both won't push back. Like there's not a point where I'm just trying to think what's our last fight. I don't even remember. Ah, there was one maybe like two weeks ago she mm -hmm. she was baking this this was during the holidays like she was yeah. it was a busy week right yeah and she said hey you know i, I need you to make sure that you schedule whatever you got to do because I, I she assumed that i was going to you know do deliveries or she assumed that i was going to take her to the store yeah well she there's a difference between assuming because that puts the ass in you and me mm -hmm. or telling me <laughs> and, and 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 here's the thing is that because I'm very greedy and I'll admit to that. Yes, because we do it all the time. Like every, I should know anytime she bakes, more than likely I got to do the delivery. I get it, mm -hmm. but it's not on top of my list. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think it was the week where I started interviewing these people that are, you know, the, the, the famous boxer and the actor. Yeah, yeah. So I was in that mode. Like I was in this, in this office, just working, yeah. working, working. Well, there was a disconnect. Mm -hmm. And so we disagreed on it. And the thing is, is like, I should have said, Hey, you know what? You're right. 
I always do it, but you know what? I should have just said this. Hey, my bad. I fucked up because I was more focused on this. Yeah. My bad. If I would have said that, it would have been cool. Mm-hmm. But my argument was, well, don't assume. You know, and I, and I, yeah. I get mad like that. Like, well, you, that's your fault for assuming. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't tell me. You didn't. You didn't text me. You, we didn't have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, even though I knew I was wrong, I, that's the problem is that I didn't want to confront her and admit that I was wrong. And that's yeah. why our fights last. Or if the other way around, you know, if it's something, I think that she does it, but she won't admit it. If she knows she's wrong, she's not going to say it until somebody to get mad. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, you know, we, uh, are you done? You know what that part? Yeah, Mitch. Please. Okay. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, was, I, was gonna, I was just jumping in there. Uh, one thing I learned is here, here's the thing. Here's the thing with me is that, uh, I worked so hard during my separation, during my divorce with therapy, books reading like just mind stuff that i i couldn't even i couldn't even explain to you what i did and i got so good with life and so good with like not letting the little things bother me you know so we had uh somebody tell that punk ass dog to shut the fuck up we had i'm realizing that with her when the fights start getting intense it's because she's the only one that I can't agree with her energy, I guess is the best way. So, okay. So the best way to explain it, if she's like really got a lot of tension, a lot of um, antsy and real uh, anxiety, there you go. And when you're real anxiety ridden, you know, and she's super mad, like anybody in the world can be like this to me. And I'd just be like, hmm, okay. I put the block on, I put the wall on the, the, the psychological wall. But with her, that shit just gets to me, man. And I can't stand it. And, and, and you put that energy with my energy and then I just start raising and raising and then she starts raising, and raising. And then sometimes they turn into yelling matches, man. And most of the time we're pretty good as far as when it goes to bed that like, you know, like we act stupid, but there are times where we don't, we won't talk to each other for the rest of that night, probably half of the day, but we always come back to it and kind of like, like, look, man, like we got to figure this shit out, which is different than, I'd ever been through, you know, because most of the time when in a relationship I've been in, even after my marriage, uh, the people that I was dating, uh, we just, you know, we just sweep, we swept it under the rug. So I never, we never processed things that were needed to process, but with her, it could get annoying because she's like, no, we're not letting this go. We're not letting this go. I hate it at the time, but then the next day I appreciate it. Uh, she doesn't necessarily assume things. My, her thing with me and what I do to her is like you said, I don't put her first. Uh, other things come first. Like it, w- literally, she'll be sitting here talking to me, and I'll just tune her out. And I don't I'll know do why. The same thing. <laughs> and I I'll don't do the know same why. <laughs> yeah, so, it, it's just I don't know what to do because it's like sometimes her shit's boring as fuck, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I want to listen and be involved, but sometimes it just no stop, and it won't stop. So I'm trying to learn to put my phone down and actually look her in her eye and process what she's saying. <laughs> no, nah, that's that. I, I'll tell you why, because for me, like with Jennifer, the stories are too long, you know, like, absolutely. Like, think about it. Like she, if she tells me how she made the cake, she's going to go, I woke up at seven o'clock and uh, opened the fridge. And then uh, I had to move the, the almond milk to uh, grab, you know, I'm like, no, man, just what did you make the cake of? Like, that's it. Like, just tell me to the point. And, uh, and so th- that's, that's why sometimes we argue, but the, the one thing that bumps our, our heads the most is she doesn't like to be told what to do. And she, like, if I say, Hey, we need to do this. Like, if it's not her idea, yeah. then, then it's over. Like if, she, yeah. you know, like if I say, Hey, so one thing that I was going to mention, what, what do I do differently yeah. is now I find ways to make it seem like it's her idea. Just like she'll do the same thing. Yeah. You know, like, like, here's a perfect example. This, I hate when she says this, dude, like it pisses me off yesterday. I was hungry and I was hangry mm-hmm. and I was like, um, 
she said, Hey, do you want to go? Do you want to go eat first? And I was like, no, let's just go to the stores. Cause it was my, we were going to a party. And I was like, no, let's just go get these gifts. Cause I, I, I knew that she wanted to go to McDonald's and I can't go to McDonald's all the time. Yeah. She goes, no, let's go eat first. Cause I know, I know you're, 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 you're moody. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wasn't moody till you told me I was moody. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we go to McDonald's, right? Long story short, we go to McDonald's, I eat. And I say, you know what? Yeah, I was moody. She goes, I know, I told you. I was like, well, don't fucking tell me because it makes me mad. So I hate yeah. when she tells me when I'm wrong, dude. Like, that's the worst. Or even yeah. like fact checking. Yeah. Like, we'll be in the middle, dude. Like, we, we, we're we very competitive. It, it, yeah. some, some people think it's kind of scary, though. Yeah, yeah. See, I can I can admit when I'm wrong. I'm pretty good with like process. I'll, that, dude. I'll try to lie. Yeah. My but, ass off me, but, but for me, what gets me is like when we start getting into it. And even when I admit I'm wrong, and I'm not even doing it to shut the conversation up per se, but I'm also. Mm-hmm at that point where I'm just like, okay, I understand what you mean, but it just doesn't resolve and it doesn't resolve because then it's, it's, she's like, you know, you need to check yourself. You need to figure out what's going on with you. I'm like, hold hold on here. Hold on. I just admitted that I know what's going on with myself and our relationship and you're putting it all on me. And that's when I start going on the defensive because I'm like, you're putting it all on me when it takes two to tangle, you know? So, so we're, we're learning, man. We're learning how to fight. Uh, the love language and all that. I mean, you got more time with Jen than, than I do with Ashley, but I always wonder what it would be like if we didn't have kids, you know, like how different it would be. Would we be like, it's that, that, that famous skit on uh, when Harry met Sally, where she's telling uh, Billy Crystal about it, about, you know, her and her husband who didn't have kids or like, you know, Oh, we get to have sex on the linoleum tile or whatever, you know? And then she's like, but we never did. We never whisked away to Mexico on a whim's notice because we didn't have kids. No, we did nothing actually. So it's one of those things, you know, like the kids- I got fur babies. Remember? Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> so, be cockblocking, so- Yeah, I know. Trust me. I know. Maybe yeah. Still like this. yeah. Yeah. But we are, we are all on the same page when it comes to most of our quality ideas about what we want for our lives. So I guess that's the, the kicker of it all that this is one I won't, I'm not going to let go. We, I was talking, I think I was talking to Johnny about it the other day, uh, my brother. And we were like a uh, question for you. If you, if Jen cheated on you, would you want to know? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Now, is that something that you guys could get over and move forward or is that a, or is that a, uh, a deal breaker nah you know what it's crazy man because i just somebody interviewed me and just asked this question which was crazy so yeah here's the thing jen is my best friend and i think when you love somebody i can't you know there must have been something that i did for her to cheat or or Mm -hmm. she felt a certain way i think that i could probably make it work but you know i want to say that i'd probably do the opposite and do it so i would figure out as to why you know like i want to know because again i think that if it if she did, then first of all, she always says she she know I'll kill her. Like I'll tell her right now, I'll just be dead. Just, be dead. just like if I cheated, yeah. I'm gonna be dead. Yeah. Ain't gonna be no more in the line because she don't yeah. cut me with the line. <laughs> she gonna cut me like a fucking fish. Yeah. But I would want to know because I would want to know what caused it. What caused it to get there? What 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 can we do to fix it? Uh-huh. Because again, I mean, I'm older now, you know, and, and yeah. I would sit here and say like I this is the only relationship, and this is. On God, I have not cheated on Jennifer. I cheated on every single mm. girl. And for me to find somebody that I didn't cheat with, but then I got cheated on, then I need to figure out to what went wrong or what's what's causing this. So I would say I would want to find out so that I can go get counseling uh, in that regard. But I won't just give up like that easily. Yeah. Now, now knowing what what I went through, people that a lot of people know now what I went through, uh, 
there was a rumor going out there. This will bring me to my story, but long story short, uh, there was a rumor that I was trying to get back with with my ex. I was going to uh, uh, therapy with her and stuff like that. But we we're actually going to therapy to kind of learn how to not only separate, but also uh, co-parent. Uh, she only went to two. I kept going after that. And so stuff got you know spread around that I was trying to get with her. So that was false. That, that wasn't happening because when someone cheats on you like, when you said that that kind of irked me the wrong way you're like i want to figure out why what it was wasn't my fault or or i want to figure out what happened what made her what did i do wrong so that that made her want to cheat like to me are oh, you that, saying what my comment irked you yeah yeah that irked me oh, only gotcha, gotcha. Be, yeah only because <laughs> it's like it, it's like you know it, it, it's like saying to me it, to me it's like saying that was a party foul like i was out with my friends i drank blah blah, blah and, and all of a sudden I, I slept with this guy because my inhibitions were low all that like to me I, I don't know maybe i need to put more time in with ashley and figure that out but we kind of said from the get-go that those are deal breakers i just know that i could forgive but i will never forget it and that's the that's the issue there because i will never be able to forget and i could tell anybody out there that, who's ever had been cheated on or or has cheated on somebody that if you're with somebody and you cheat on somebody or they cheat on you, that you've got to have a very strong mentality to forget about it and to make it work with this person. Cause that'll never, that, that, that has seared onto my subconscious. So I know now that no, that's a deal breaker. She cheats on me. I don't care if now, I mean, there there's, there's levels to this shit. Obviously I don't want to throw the R word out there, but I know she wouldn't put herself in a situation to possibly be that. So I just know that it's a deal breaker for us. Maybe 10, 15 years down the road, I may be like, hmm, okay, maybe, maybe not. But uh, yeah, the cheating thing, man, that just, to me, there is no party foul. There is no, what did I did? What did I do wrong? It's like, no, I, I, I mean, they, they could take that shit to the bank. No, I'm good. Now, I mean, for me, it's just different though, you know, because yeah. again, I think that there's generations, you know, there, there's probably family members who had infidelity and try to make it work. And yeah. so, they're making it work and they're still together because mm -hmm. they found a way. And so for me, I, I'm not going to not find, a, try, I, I'm going to try to find a way to make it work yeah. is what I'm saying. But, but I understand why it irks you because you went through that and your shit was nasty. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, and again, I don't know what I would do, you know, but that, that's just me saying in a calm freedom state of mind, Yeah, yeah. being mad, I'll probably end up going to jail. I don't know. <laughs> this is it. Like, <laughs> somebody getting the ass kicked and it ain't yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it is. Yeah, that, that, it's interesting, man, because I always wonder. Sorry, aunties out there and uncles and cousins. Like, I, like so I wonder if one of any of our aunties have been cheated on. We just don't know about it. Like, yeah. you know, I, I know for a fact, but I ain't want to gossip. So if anyone asks you, you ain't heard it from me. No, you haven't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I ain't going to say no names, but absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Everybody in the family is going to have it. I mean, yeah, there's not. I mean, does that mean that everybody at least once in their lifetime, you figure you're with somebody for 50 plus years, 40 plus, even 30 plus years that like you can tell me, I think I said another episode that you haven't had one transgression. I don't know. I, I hope not, because then you're a true man to your word, man. But I like to think myself that that, you know, I, I don't need to be I don't need to be out there hustling. I mean, I'm only f almost 40, you know, I'm 38, but still, I don't know, just the cheating thing. No, that's a no go for me. I mean, yeah, but but I get it because of what you came through. But what I'm saying is that every relationship argues. Yeah. Every relationship. Yeah. Like if I'm sitting here and acting that my relationship, there's no, then that's not a relationship. Like there's always going to be disagreements. Yeah. I promise you, there's family members, friends that I probably grew up with that their family infidelity was going around. 
but they managed to to get it over with for me and be just because again as you said in the beginning of the show this is just strictly our point of view i had to change because i realized that when i met jennifer she could take me places that i never thought i could imagine you know the best gift that i could ever have is my mom saying hey son i could finally go to bed in the middle of the night when jennifer says hey I'm glad that you are able to get this job, that your stability, or when you see your friends in high school that say, damn, Jesse, I thought you would either be dead in jail and now you're just a completely person. That's how I know that she was the right person. And for me, every year, we we don't look at, I don't look at um, what ifs, like what if she cheats on me or what if she breaks up with me? I try to find the next move. Like, what are we going to, you know, like, here's a perfect example. She's going to be 50 next year. Where do you want to go for your 50th birthday? Because I need to start saving now. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I need to find those goals. Okay, this is what you want to do. Then let's make it happen, Captain. Mm-hmm. So, and the reason why I bring that up is because when I was with that's what I did differently. There were some times that I cheated and I wanted for her to leave me and she still didn't. Like, I yeah, had my yeah. phone up open. You know, yeah. Mario, I would say i go to the gym and Mario would be like, come on, man, I'm tired of covering for you. <laughs> so, But at 30 years old, it's not the same. You're like, at what yeah. point are you going to stop being a player? So, yeah. It's hard to find that person. And I think you and I got lucky for, real. you know, I think you and I got lucky yeah, that we I found think so the right too. person, but you don't have to think about what if, because if not, then you wouldn't be in that relationship or that relationship's not healthy. So yeah, well, I'll tell I you what, boy, the, the older I get, the, the more I realize that, you know, ladies say out there that dudes are dogs. Oh boy. I know some trifling ass women out there. Even people I know that are doing dirty right now, as, as we speak, doing dirty, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, man, we're all capable of being dirty hoes and dirty dogs, man. So hopefully y'all out there will find the one. If not, be patient. You will find the one. But at some point, you know, you got to uh, take care of yourself first and take care uh, of yourself and, and you know, be, be be happy with being alone. And then, you know, I think the, the good stuff comes. That's just my opinion. And before we move out to the next segment, one, um, what advice do you think you would give someone who was us back then, you know, going through the breakup or going through someone that was lose that lost everything? What would you what would you tell? What would what would you tell that person? Super marriage tip. If your wife is ever angry at you, just use the phrase, you are acting just like your mother. This phrase will cause your wife to reevaluate her bad attitude and she will go and make you a sandwich. Take every opportunity to always remind your wife that she married up. She will agree with you and she will be grateful that you actually took the time to marry someone as low as her. (laughs) You know, in a nutshell, man, you will be okay. It will be okay. Hurt heals all time. I know it's the other way around. Obviously, I'm not an idiot, but there's okay. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, God, they ain't yeah, yeah, no, it, it's in the grand scheme of things. When all that happened, man, I was so devastated. Uh, I mean, I'm not just yet ready to talk about it, but just, you know, the other instance uh, that I've kind of rectified over the last couple of weeks. Um, that was a devastating decision. But of all the devastating decisions and devastating things that have happened to people in their lives, that it will be okay, man. Like you just have to put the work in. You have to want something better. And, and I wish I could have went back and told my 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 old self that. Uh, but at the same time, you, you know the mistakes and all that. Like you got to make them. And I made a lot of mistakes during the divorce, during the separation, before I got married. Shit, I'm still making them now. So uh, that would just be the ultimate one. I think is that no matter what happens. Be a good person. I say it at the end. If you feel that what you're doing is for the betterment of yourself and other people, then you can never be wrong. If things turn out wrong, 
Well, then they just let it be. It is what it is. Message. What about you? I would tell the people at a certain time in your life, you just have to not give a fuck of what people think. My younger self, I was always trying to impress or I was always trying to prove a point. Like I was trying to become something that I wasn't really like I tried to act like I, you know, was rich and bought top of the line shit and and new clothes. And so I had low self-esteem and that's why I did that. But I learned that I just changed recently because people reached out, you know, with the whole me talking back to your dad and they'd be like, oh, you're a little bitch. This is a perfect example. You're a little bitch. And I said, I'm not a little bitch. I'm an adult. And my wife told me to make ends with my father, because if he dies, then I'm not going to forgive myself. So that's that's my best friend telling me what to do. Or, you know, if I said that I'm, you know, the running thing, like if I didn't admit to that. So I used to care, like even with our negative comments that we get once in a while. Like, I don't care because I said that in episode one, if you can do it or do it better than me, do it. If you need my help, I'm going to help you. But you can sit here and critique me, but you're not doing it. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I would have told myself or that's what I'm going to tell somebody. Don't listen to yourself and don't care about anybody because nobody's going to take care of you. And that's my that's why sometimes Jennifer gets mad. Love yourself more than anybody else. Put yourself first. I say that because I have no kids. So let me take that. So if you don't have any kids, love yourself because nobody else is going to love you more than yourself. Well, I mean, that's why you play play with yourself. (laughs) Just a real quick, just to piggyback off that. No, I mean, I think you have to, when you have kids, have to take care of yourself because if you ain't right, the kids ain't right. You know, if you're not healthy, you're going to die before they reach a certain age. If Mm -hmm. you're not right in the head, or you you have substance abuse problem, alcoholism, whatever, then your kids are going to feel that and then probably more than likely pass it on to their children. So, uh, yeah, I think being one and being right with yourself, man, if you ain't got that. And and also, if there's someone out there, you know, I think next week we got a I'm doing a live love coach thing and I kind of want to pick a brain about the whole cheating stuff. But Mm -hmm. for the family members of friends, if you ever want to be on this show and kind of talk about, you know, like one of our cousins uh, just celebrated 33 years together. And I was like, wow, because I'm 40 and that's 33. I mean, you don't find that anymore, you know, like so that I think that's awesome. And I think that's something that we got to highlight all the time. So when I saw that, you know, and that's what I said, I like I'm not really close to that cousin, but I just hit I hit them up. I said, congratulations, because, again, it's all about being positive like that. That's the new me, man. That's the older me. That's that's something that Jennifer taught me. Be grateful because uh, acknowledge when people are doing good, not talk shit when people are doing bad, because then good things come. Yeah, I, uh, I I find myself sometimes getting lost in, in translation of life and the routine. You know what I mean? You know, you get up, brush your teeth, you go to work, do all like it, it's always a routine where you mm-hmm. just kind of forget. Like I start letting little things start bothering me, whether it's the kids. And I got to remember, like, hey, I ain't having no more kids. This is it. You know, I'm going to be missing this, you know, five, 10, 15 years from now. Other yeah. night, man, another night uh, they had a little cuddle night on my bed. So I slept in the other room. And like I walked outside and like went to go get some like orange juice out of the fridge and just kind of sat there. I'm like, man, I'm fucking blessed, dog. Like it was nighttime. I was alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, I got a, I got, got my health, my family, both families, you know, like everything is OK, man. And you just got to I know it's cliche. We ain't life coaches, but you just got to you know, you got to see that you're blessed. Like you like it's true. Like you are. Like, <laughs> we're living better than you know like what 80 70 percent 80 percent of the people that are living in first world countries third world countries you know so yeah just just count your blessings man because time flies man like me and jennifer this is 11 years and it felt like yesterday when i was in south carolina like time flies yeah every year i've gotten better like so i know that 
every year you, you're in a healthy relationship and you just yeah. gotta get better. Yeah, that's a that's uh, a mind that's a mind fuck man. Where, where when I think about being married to the ex, like that just seems like a whole nother person, like in a whole nother yeah. universe and a whole nother like you too. And you you, you were know? yeah. Everybody yeah, said that. Uh, it's so yeah. weird, man. It's so weird, but yeah, yeah, it was good, man. Well, you know, enough about this funky relationships. Now, now I'm a bit now. Jennifer, I know you don't listen to my podcast, but I love you. <laughs> Ashley, you all right. Yeah. All right. all right, guys. Coming up next, we got our final segment, so don't go nowhere. All right, everybody out there, be sure to follow Dragon the Line Facebook page for the latest. You can follow me under PolyG underscore SC on Instagram. You can follow Jesse and one more Sanchez on Instagram. Thank you, everyone, for listening to that music. This is the free balling. And what, what is free balling again? Pull out, pull out your crack, pull out your crack pipe because we free basing now. What you talking about, What did you say? What the what, what you doing, Taylor? I call it thunder, thunder clap. You know what thunder, you know what clap, thunder is? clap is? Yes, yeah, I do clap. it all the time. My fat ass like slap together. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Yeah. Thunder clapping. But um, I'm going to go first. Last week you would go first. Right, free right. balling. What you got for me? My free balling is actually, I'm excited for our next two episodes and what's been going on with, with uh, Dragging the Line and what we're working on. So that's going to be my free balling. So the next two episodes, finally, you know, now I'm excited. We're going to have our moms on the show for the Mother's Day episode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, we're going to have our brothers on the show. So, you know, y'all, you guys are going to be able to listen to different views, you know, like how we were as kids or how we were as, as siblings. So that's going to be fun because it's kind of different. Yeah. Um, the other thing, me and you, before this episode, we talked about now we got to step up. You know, we've already did graduated the year. We're looking for new logos. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to market. The other thing, man, I'm just going to say it. You know, when we first started the the year, I said that one of the goals was to interview a famous person. I did two. I did a somebody who won a uh, Almo award mm-hmm. and I did a professional boxer. I mean, we did it. I'm not going to yeah. say I did it. We did it. So, yeah, yeah, we did it, man. I mean, now sky's the limit. Yeah, man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for doing that, man. We, uh, we, we people know we've been working hard on this, people. The wife's getting on me about all of promoting of our page. But y'all got to understand we're doing this ourselves. Like we're not paying people just yet. We may have to get there. We're not sure just yet. Uh, but just to kind of piggyback off of yours uh, and what you were saying about the podcast, Jesse, uh, we do have an announcement finally. And what's your, what's your topic for the free balling week? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I had a bunch of topics I was going to go with. Uh, you know, mine is just I'm looking forward to the draft, man. I know a lot of people that watch, a lot of people that don't watch it. Uh, I don't want to go too quick, too much into this because we do have a lot of women that listen to this uh, podcast. But I'm an Atlanta Falcon fan. I've got, we've got, I've got. I'm out there running around, Jesse. That's why I say I've got. Uh, <laughs> we've got the number four pick. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I, I'm guessing that they're not going to get a quarterback. I love Matt Ryan. I think that, yeah, he makes bonehead passes, but he's still top four in almost every category. Y'all can look it up. 
uh, where he got him for at least two more years on under contract. So I think that I think we should pass on a quarterback because other than Trevor Lawrence is going to go to number one of the Jags. I think he's possibly more of the surefire and the others aren't. So it's a crapshoot with the other guys. But I'd like for them to get Kyle Pitts, man. I'd like for them to take Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida. Uh, the other option would be to trade back to Denver at the number nine pick, get a couple of, uh, of, of picks for that. But I don't know. I'm just I'm excited, man. I'm going to have I'm going to have my beer ready. I'm going to I'm going to sit down and watch it. Like I just signed up for YouTube TV just for this day. I got a full month of freeness for it. Dude, you know what? That's what you get for watching the draft. All right. <laughs> now, once again, what kind of a fucking loser just sits there watching round after round? The Jets are up next. I think they need a cornerback. They need, they need to improve the defensive line. Dude, that's like, that's like going to a graduation ceremony where you don't know anybody who's graduating. It's just fucking sitting there. They're gonna have the whole list the next day. They'll have everybody who drafted, who, when. Fucking gotta sit there and watch that shit. Those stupid interviews. Hey, you're a member of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, how does it feel? Well, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's a blessing. I uh, want to thank God. I'm going to try to do my best. It's a great organization. And uh, same shit the last 80 guys said. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we're just going to see what happens. Oh, we'll pick this Minnesota have. Y'all are, y'all like in the middle, right? I, I don't even know. Though. That's how much I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that, that's just me, everybody. That, that just shows you. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, care. The, yeah. The Friday that's coming out. I know. You know, I'm gonna post. Uh, everybody keeps hearing Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr, man. That's what I'm looking forward to on Friday. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the football season to start back up and and go from there, man. So let's run it out. That was your story. Are you wow. sticking to it? Well, yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to talk. <laughs> just, just, that, that was it? I, I could have talked about uh, Yo, Your football, it was about football. Let me just make sure before we need this damn show. Yeah, it was yeah, about pretty football. Much, pretty much. That's what you had on your mind this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a couple, but I didn't want to throw out the uh, the children, uh, the children of prostitution or anything. Debbie oh, yeah, Connor yeah, like yeah. that, especially after talking about the podcast. So yeah, <laughs> I'm good with that. Quick, quick and simple to the point, man. Oh, all right, fam. Well, that's a that's a wrap for this week's episode. Bye. We hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Thank everybody for listening to another episode of Dragon the Line podcast. Tune in next week for all new one, and make sure y'all subscribe to our social media for the latest. As always, Sanchez out. And remember, everybody, don't be an asshole. Okay, wear your mask. Don't wear your mask. Just don't get people sick. Try, try to be yourself. Be good to yourself. Be good to other people. Jerry Springer said the best. Damn, I, I, I ain't said it like that in a minute with Jerry Springer. Shit. Just remember, everybody, we're here. Pod page. Go check it out. Tell somebody. Tell a friend. And remember, if you're not dragging on, then you're only dragging the line. Let's go. I've lost all ambition for worldly acclaim. I just want to be the one you love And with your admission That you feel the same